0: Throughout our Lenten series called Broken Vessels, we're going to come back to the imagery of beach glass. Beach glass, it begins as a container, something whole. And somewhere on its journey, it is broken and discarded. And then through the the tumble of the sea and the sand, the glass is further broken but polished into these beautiful mineral gems. Last Sunday, I took part in two memorial services. One who died of COVID, the other died of a heart attack right as he was about to retire. This week, I've talked with friends whose marriages are ending everyone on this planet has suffered to some extent this past year. This coming year is going to be one of recovery, of healing. And each week as we approach Easter, we are going to consider an aspect of how we recover, how we heal. Each week, we're going to be turning to stories from the life of Jesus to help guide us. So I'd like you to hear this one particular story. A man with a skin disease came, kneeled before Jesus and said, Lord, if you want, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched him, saying, I do want to become clean. Instantly, his skin disease was cleansed, and Jesus said to him, Don't say anything to anyone. Instead, go and show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded. This will be a testimony to him. Everyone's got their thing. That thing that kind of repulses you. Maybe it's a smell, or I know some people get repulsed by certain types of accents, You know what I'm talking about? It's those little things that cause us to avoid or even to reject people. For our faith ancestors, one thing we know for certain, that for them, that thing was skin conditions. You have eczema? Outcast. Boils. That could do it too, and, and I've wondered about zits. I've wondered. You think about how awful people can be to one one another, even today about acne. Well, a lot of times it it wasn't all just about leprosy. There weren't actually that many people in the ancient world with actual leprosy, but serious skin conditions of all hot, of co- all kinds were culturally repulsive. They were unclean, and there are. Dozens of biblical stories where someone's skin condition plays a part in that person's rejection. Even if you were the king, if you had a skin condition. And by the law, the Torah, the priests had to be the ones to diagnose and cast out the unclean people. And you can check Leviticus, the chapter 13th and 14th chapters, for some of the details about that. But suffice it to say... You did not want to be an Israelite with a skin condition. You would be repulsive to a whole lot of people. And it didn't matter if you were royalty or if you were a beggar. And so in this one story of Jesus' healing touch, it's simple. The guy asks, Jesus heals, and if you know anything about Jesus, this is not surprising But Jesus also tells the guy to go to a priest in the temple and to make an offering, an offering of three lambs, some flour, and some olive oil. That was the expected offering. Go to the same people who threw you out to begin with and make an offering. Go back to the people who have been repulsed by you, who feared and threw you out. Do you go back? Should you go back? Last Sunday, the colonist Leonard Pitts received this email. White Christian nationalism, right there. And yes, I read the comments. I seriously need to stop that, but here's one that caught my eye. Here's someone who didn't go back. He is repulsed by hypocrisy. He's seen the hurt and the brokenness caused by church, and he's done. So I read that, and I I kept thinking, what do you you say to him? I want to tell this guy that not all church communities are like the ones that he's seen. I want to sell him on open and affirming. I feel defensive. Then I remember a conversation I had a couple years ago. You know, back when you could actually see people and go to coffee with them. Lord, I miss those days. We had a guest that Sunday morning and in our worship service, and I had emailed the address that he had provided and offered to get coffee. And so we got a set, a set time set up to meet over at Starbucks. Now I'm always curious, I'm always curious to know why a person shows up to worship with us. This conversation was unique. We got our coffee and we went outside, sat down. And when I asked about why he decided to worship with us that past Sunday, he said, I'm looking for a new church. The one I'm at has too many black people. We all have our thing that repulses us. He hit mine. I responded that it was my hope for this colonial church community to be more racially and ethnically diverse. For church to be an example of the all-inclusive kingdom of God. He's never been back. But here's the thing. I confess I didn't want him to come back. I can tell myself that it probably wouldn't have been a good fit. But the truth is, I was repulsed by him, by his racism. That he thought that I in any way was with him. He was that piece of glass that I could throw back into the sea. And he probably felt the same about me. Jesus sent the man back to the priest. Back to the people who didn't want him around. And I thought about the priest. What's his motivation? Would he have been willing to have his religious law challenged? Or is he just out for the offering that the guy is supposed to make. It's messy. And I'd love to hear about what happened next in this story. We have these boundaries all around us. Because as we've learned this past year, sometimes maintaining boundaries, distance, is the call that you have to make out of love for your neighbor. The law, Torah, had all these rules about skin conditions out of concern for public health. There was a reason. But all we know from this story is that Jesus sent the man back to the priest. Because when we don't check ourselves, question our boundaries, We may actually be hurting ourselves and others. Could the guy with the skin condition be truly healed? Could he be truly whole if he was still separated from his people? Could his people be truly whole without him? Can a church community truly be church? if we adopt the political and the racial and the social divisions of the larger community? Can this nation be united if we do not question and challenge the divisions that we have, dare to challenge the cultural responses that we have? Beach glass doesn't happen overnight. It takes the mess of churn of sand and time to bring out the treasure in what had been broken and discarded. Jesus' teaching encourage us to step into the mess and to go back to the person who has repulsed us. And Jesus didn't give any guarantee that would just all magically work out the way that you think it should. But he knew He knew that we cannot be truly healed unless we do. Healing recovery, I think as we're about to find, isn't getting back to normal. Because that implies everything was okay before. It wasn't. This past year we've seen so much broken. Routines, relationships, is there someone that you need to get in touch with? Is there stuff in your life that you need to challenge, that you need to face up to? Hard truths. Sometimes that unless we do the hard thing, you and I, we can't be truly healed. We can't truly recover fully. But what I believe, what I trust is that God is not done with any of us. Every human being is treasured by God and beautiful. Each one of us is a work in progress in this messy world, and we all belong. We all have worth. And that's our hope for recovery. We pray with me. Holy Spirit, you are with us in the mess. You were with Jesus when He was broken and discarded. And in his resurrection, you showed that nothing can stop your work for healing and recovery. Help us, each of us, to play our part for proclaiming hope, challenging and questioning boundaries, and working for healing. In that hope, we pray. Amen.